Carter with Jason Medberry, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for all the lovely um, messages that we get yes, and, and the, the five-star reviews. We're five yep. stars, Jason. Woohoo! Someone likes us. Someone so, likes us. Someone wants bit. to date you, by the way. There was re- <laughs> someone. <laughs> Jason, I love that, Jason. He has such practical advice. You are. You're very, very handy person, Jason. <laughs> good. I, that's a good way of describing it. Should we, tell, should we tell people how we met? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Craigslist. Yes. Yeah, That was. that's, that's literally how we met there. And during one of the worst weeks, this is actually a cool story because it was like during one of the worst weeks of my entire life. I think I've told you this story before, but so literally in one week in April back in God, was it April or March? I forget how many years ago we met. It was like on Monday, my girlfriend dumped me at the time on Tuesday. My car died on Wednesday. My computer died. On Thursday, my phone died. <laughs> and then, like, on, like, the fifth day, I lost, like, two clients out of the four that I had at the time. And it was just, like, I, I was literally at the point of, like, I think the universe wants me dead. I think the universe <laughs> wants me gone. This is the universe <laughs> screaming at me that my time is up, you know? And then I saw your thing, you, and then I reached out to you yeah. pretty much in almost like a form of desperation at that time. And then we connected, and it started, and then it just the whole thing yeah, went from there. And, and, and by the way, you cannot have Jason. He runs everything about my company. <laughs> and, and you've lasted longer than most of my relationships, right? Once again, it's been like... <laughs> We don't fight. Well, don't tell people that. We haven't. It's been like five years or something. Yeah, yeah, it's at been least. A bit. Yeah, we should we should have some kind of party when you know at some point at when some there point. isn't a pandemic killing half at the some point. population. But our partnership uh, has been really important to me. Yeah, and uh, as you know, um, I think every person who is an uh, entrepreneur, anybody, especially creative people. Um, we're always stuck working yeah. alone, right? Yeah. Pushing our own stuff alone, alone, writing jokes alone. And I have really realized in my life that nothing I do alone really works, that I absolutely need partnerships. Mm-hmm. And um, I this weird thing happened. I was I was doing a um, gig, uh, negotiating uh, for a speaking engagement, mm-hmm. and um, th- they didn't have a lot of money. And they said, "Well, maybe we'll get one of our sponsors to pay for you coming in if you could say just something nice about them or let them mm-hmm. introduce you." I think. Yeah. Can you let Fujifilm introduce you? And I go, "Yeah." And that's when I first learned how um, a lot of speaking at associations Mm. works, um, that people have formed, people have sponsors and uh, partnerships with these sponsors Mm. and, you know, deals are made 
and um, it's a win-win for everyone. And yep. I think you know more about this than I do because, I mean, I now finally have partners that I work with, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know about sponsors. How do you get a someone to... <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's actually, it's really great that you brought up partnerships because, because uh, what I would really like to talk about is that there's a difference between sponsors, investors, and partners. And I found that people in the creative field usually have the hardest time sort of understanding the building blocks of those three things. So I kind of want to go over, I kind of want to go over why, what the differences between those three things are and sort of how to get started in each one. Uh, and I'm going to start with sponsorship first uh, because that's the one that I think people make the most mistakes on. So just talking about sponsorship solely, one of the key elements of sponsorship is the fact that sponsors only come after success. That's what a lot of creatives think that uh, or don't don't understand about sponsorship is that you already have to generate a level of success before sponsors can be a part of what it is you're trying to do. I have met so many writers and filmmakers and actors and artists and whatever who are like, oh, if I could just get a sponsor to pay for X, Y, and Z, then I'd be able to do blank, blank, and blank. Well, what they don't realize is those sponsors are attracted to things that are already successful. Investment is similar to this, but a little bit different. Is this like like um, influencers? So people mm-hmm. who are influencers, they're the ones who had to get like six, 20 million followers on TikTok. Yep, before and those sponsors show before up. Before a sponsor exactly. shows up and says, okay, every we'll pay 40000 per mm-hmm. post. Yes, your grassroots success is your determinant factor of how you get a sponsor. So if you have no success, you have no audience, you have nothing to show right now, sponsorship is not the angle you should be going in. And a lot of people, when they think sponsor, they think free money. It's free money. I should be able to get free money. Let me have this company, which has lots of money, give me money to make my thing and it might help them out. (laughs) It's like, no, 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 no. That is not how sponsorship works. Sponsorship works because you already have a really great thing going and someone else wants to benefit off of that by giving you money and then you introducing them into your good thing so they can ride the wave of your success. So, a lot of people who are, if you're listening right now and you're like in the middle of looking for sponsors for your, oh, oh I'm not going to do my podcast until I have someone who's been willing, who's willing to pay for it. I'm not going to do my short film or write my stuff until I already find a sponsor who's willing to pay me for it at a time. You're never going to get off the ground. And a lot of people use that as an excuse for never getting started on something. Uh, one of my favorite things I ever heard Uh, was when I was at UCLA studying theater, Dustin Hoffman came and visited. And one of the things he talked about, he talked for like five hours, it was crazy, um, is when it comes to creative people making stuff for others, if you can't do it for $100, no one's going to trust that you can do it for $100 So you have to be able to maximize your local resources first and generate a level of success already before the sponsorship section even comes into play. Now, 
Some people get advantages from sponsors because it's, you know, it's nepotism. Oh, my dad's company sponsored my blah, blah, blah. Or my girlfriend or blah, or, you know, wh who, whatever it may be. And yeah, I, those aren't sponsors. That's just people you know giving you money. And you're if you get that, you're lucky. But when you're looking at the true definition of sponsorship, you are looking at people who are coming to you because they want to ride on that wave of success that you already generated. So... So that's the sort of the sponsorship angle. Now, the next part of that is investment. Investment is another thing people go after. They want to look for investors, people to invest in the quality of work that they're doing so they can make it bigger. Now, very similar to sponsorship, this is the same thing. You already need to have impact. You don't, gen don't necessarily need to have public success, but you need to be able to demonstrate to an investor your value, and your value goes way beyond your ideas. A lot of creatives think, hey, I've got this great idea. I've got this great thing. All I need is just the investment money to get it going, and it's like, that's usually the, the, the first mistake is like, okay, if all you've got is an idea, you can't get an investor. You can't get any. I, I don't care how many books you read about Steve Jobs and all these other people who got and Mark Zuckerberg for getting like angel investment and all that stuff. But before those guys even got a, sh a penny, they had to get their own thing going and generate value from it. Before anyone else, like, put give a dime me an example about this. What you're talking okay, about? Okay, I'll give here. you a great example. So, uh, have you ever watched Shark Tank? Yeah. One of the first things that Shark Tank does, one of the, or, and one of my favorite episodes, and one of the things that they always talk about is, these are people who have creative ideas about products that they bring to these investors, who, if they see value in that product, they'll invest in it. But have you ever seen an episode of Shark Tank where the person coming in with the idea already has a purchase order in their hand for, for, for their product? Those are the best episodes because those people flip the script. Suddenly, it becomes less about me pitching my product to these investors and these investors battling over my value in order to get access to what I'm already doing. Uh, I saw a really great episode where these guys made these like wall planters or whatever, and they had already made a deal with Target. They already had a deal with Target. So before they even began to pitch what their product was, this young guy comes up, holds up in front of the sharks, his purchase order for like 5,000 of these little wall planter things. And he says, we've already got Target on the line. What we're looking for is an investor to come with us on this journey. And to really give us the, the extra capital we need to not just have the success we have already, but to expand upon that success. So, you know, a sponsor might get you into areas uh, yeah. you've never been before, but an investor grows upon what you already have. Yeah, it's like I got the uh, car out of first gear, right? Yep. And, yep. and, and th that nobody wants to join something that's standing still. Yes, Right. Yes, so you have to have statement. movement yes. of mm -hmm. of some sort. And, yep. you know, that's, you know, when I, I coach speakers and they all go, uh, you know, I want to get these big pain kids. How do I get, you know, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 for a speech? Well, you start by getting nothing. Yeah. You know, um, because, oh, my God, there was this really interesting book 
um, written by um, the guy who wrote the Whole Earth Catalog, real old hippie book. Mm -hmm. And he was in charge of grants to give money to people. Mm -hmm. And what he discovered was, I think it was Grant Stewart is his name. I can't, anyway. What he discovered was, um, so he gives money to these people who present all sorts of proposals, right, for all sorts of projects. The ones that were successful um, were the ones that already had a grassroots following. And this is yes. before the uh, internet we have followers. Mm. The ones that got the money, just the money, but didn't work to have a grassroots following um, and partners and what have you, um, didn't do well. And he says the very, very first thing that you need is not money, but you need people following you, ex enrolled, I would you like to use that word, yep. enrolled Love in your word. vision, enrolled in your project, um, people who, um, uh, and, and, and you know, I'm, do I'm doing that right now because uh, I wrote uh, a one-woman show, and I want a lot of people to, you know, read it and be invested in it and relate to it and see it and do free readings of it, you know, because I want them involved mm -hmm. in what I'm I'm doing because but but people only do that is is if what you have gives value to them. Exactly. That's so so in investment, they are trying to expand upon the existing value you already have. So much like sponsorship, they are they're not necessarily jumping on the wave, but they're building you up from the core that you already. I think your description was best. You're in first gear. They're going to help you get to second gear, third gear, fourth gear, whatever. The last step of this is where most creatives are, are where we talk about partnerships, because a partnership doesn't necessarily need to have anything already built in. But there's a lot of things that go wrong with partners. How many creative partners have people had that they last for a month or, or they start super excited and then it all falls off and then they never talk or it never gets completed or right. they join groups where they're supposed to have, a, you know, a co-op of people doing stuff, but then nobody's really, and maybe two people are actually doing it and everybody else. So partnership, and I think this... This is one of the best ways I've ever heard it described is when you joint, you know, basically come together with someone else and you are willing to empower them to do what they do best on your behalf. And they are willing to empower you on what you do best for their behalf. Because what a lot of people think partnership is, is, hey, if I partner with this guy, I could take advantage of his this, this, and this, and that. And then I'll throw him a little something, you know, on my end if, if, if things work out. That's not a good partnership. These partnership those partnerships always fall apart. Mm. The really good partnerships, the partnerships that start businesses, that, part, that grow to get sponsors and investors, are people who say, um, you know, I have something I want to do, but I know I lack certain skills that would get me where I need to go. So I'm going to partner with someone who I am going to empower to make those decisions because they have the skills that I lack. And in return, they will empower me with some of their decisions because I have a skill set that they lack. 
And together, we're filling in the gaps for each other and pushing each other collectively up into a good direction. A lot of people think that's like a huge evaluation you have to know because that's beyond like, well, a guy going like, oh, I want to partner with her. She's got big tits. So those those sort of things don't last. Or the the comparison of (laughs) she's got a big audience. I want some of that audience, so I'm going to partner with them. It's like if if all they have is one aspect of their business that you want to to take part in, you're not getting a sponsor. You're not getting a partnership from that. Is what you're talking about um, like? I get so many emails because in the new comedy Bible I have, you know, you need a comedy Bible, you need a a partner, you need a partner, you need a comedy buddy, we call them, and go on Facebook and, you know, put out a shout out to get a comedy buddy, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people um, will then email me, you know, I haven't gotten any responses. And and the reason why has to do with what you're saying Mm -hmm. is because um, it's all about them. I do this. I do this. Watch my video. Watch my video. Come see me here. I, you know, this is what I do. And I s- always say to them, and it's a true game changer for everybody, is like, what are the sk- why are you a good comedy buddy for somebody else? Oh, that's right. Excellent. You start with, here is what I am contributing to the cause. And I, the one reason I, I, I lean heavily on the how are you empowering them to help you Uh, And what are you giving them the power to do? Uh, The reason I like to talk about it in those terms is because that is what solidifies a real relationship. A real relationship is made up of trust where you're willing to sacrifice certain things you would have normally done and let someone else take the lead and take on that and have that power over you. And you're going to and they're going to do the same you know, in return. So there is, now you have leverage. You also have skin in the game and you have two people who actually need and want to work with each other. Not one person who's like, Hey, I want to take advantage of your thing. And the other person going, well, what do I get out of it? Right. Or what? And, and it's very easy to watch just, I mean, you could probably sit around a writer's room and see the people who like kind of pair off and go, yeah, they're not going to succeed. They're going to fail. They're going to have a big fight. They're going to hate each other by the end of the process because they go into this quote unquote partnership with, well, what do I get out of it? You know, that's how they start the whole thing. It's like, what can I get out of this guy or what can I get out of that guy? And in business, it's even worse because business people who don't want to pay for things always bring up the partnership thing. They're always like, oh, yeah, let's partner up on this thing. And you provide all the labor (laughs) and I'll provide it. It's like, no, 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 no. The question you should be asking. Yeah, Yeah. that's not a partnership. Because that will lead to resentment. Oh, yeah. And, and, the and any- lawsuits and all sorts of <laughs> yes, things. Yes, yes, yes. You know, so the question that, that's at the core is, what am I going to empower this person to do? And what are they going to empower me to do? That's That should be your starting point. You can figure out all the details later. But if the only thing they bring to the table is their list, their popularity, their, you know, their, you know, audience or whatever then no you're not looking for a sponsorship it just, it just you're basically a leech. Out. Yeah. yeah um so so hopefully over the last that um we've given you a little bit more insight of when you should be looking for a sponsor what a sponsor is when you should be looking for investment and what an investor is and how to at least get the ball rolling on what could potentially be a very healthy partnership and not just you trying to leech off someone because of their fame. <laughs>
for your special gift. Go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to the Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's themessageofyou.com.